Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you were all having a great day. Happy New Year to everyone out there. Bon année and ein frohes neues Jahr to everyone listening and or watching. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. Cryptocurrency adoption pioneers known as Lite.im have just announced that the platform will now support Bitcoin payments. This means that users of Facebook, Telegram, and even plain old SMS or text messaging will now be able to send Bitcoin to one another via their chosen social application. Such moves bridge the gap between the now enormously adopted mobile phone and social media networks and the still sometimes seen as niche cryptocurrency market. Users of various popular social media applications and even now text messaging will now be able to send Bitcoin to their contacts using the Lite.im application. Zulu Republic, the developer of the software, announced the addition of Bitcoin to its list of supported coins last, late last week via a Twitter and their Medium channel. Here's a pretty colorful photo. Uh, so yeah, they now apparently all together, they support Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and I think this is like called Zulu token or Zulu cash or something like that. The people who made it, they're called Zulu something. So they also support their own coin, obviously. Uh, the Lite.im platform was developed by, there we go, Zulu Republic, with the aim of aiding the proliferation of cryptocurrency use. It also uh, already supports payments for the aforementioned platforms using Litecoin, Ether, Ether, and the company's own ZTX. I can assume that's only Zulu token. Uh, Zulu Republic had the following to say about the recent decision to include Bitcoin as part of their Lite.im platform. They said, with each new update, Lite.im becomes more and more of a user-friendly cryptocurrency powerhouse. Moving us closer and closer to widespread adoption, no really need to toot their own horn. Uh, this is great. I love things like this. Uh, I can only assume that as more time goes on, they will be adding other coins. Uh... Uh, we're seeing a a a shift kind of and I, and I think it's kind of weird that we are what's the word not going backwards but there's more and more support that's being added for a simple sms or like text messaging uh for people around the world because uh for those who didn't hear in my other video a lot of people if you live in a a very developed country sometimes you don't really know that there are still around what's it, two point something billion people around the world who don't have access to the internet and uh, also don't have access therefore to a smartphone and they usually typically use like the old bulky nokia phones so there's a huge move and we saw this before as well with the people uh i want to say it's, it's the dash foundation or something like that i can't remember the exact name who created the 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 text messaging option for people in uh south america to be able to send cryptocurrencies more specifically dash back and forth uh it, it's very interesting because you would assume that as we enter this super uh tech savvy world that everyone would simply be focusing on on smartphones and stuff like that. But nope, there's still a lot of people who still use the old phones and they still need access to cryptocurrencies as well, especially if we want to enter into a a space where everyone has the opportunity to be able to use cryptocurrencies. We also have to include them as well. So this is very cool, especially, I mean, there was not a point a couple of years ago where I thought anyone would be able to send anything through Facebook Messenger. Uh, so it's kind of nice that that is actually happening. Yeah. I guess for some of the the heavier news for today, Backed, for those who don't know, a cryptocurrency exchange and liquidity provider created by the New York Stock Exchange's parent company known as ICE, or the Intercontinental Exchange, has raised $182.5 million from a group of high-profile investors and venture capital firms. 
On the 31st of December, New Year's Eve-backed CEO Kelly Loeffler announced that Boston Consulting Group CMT Digital, Eagle 7, Galaxy Digital, Goldfinch Partners, Allen Howard, Horizon Ventures, Intercontinental Exchange, Microsoft Venture Capital Arm, M12, Pantera Capital, PayU, the fintech arm of NASPERS, the protocol ventures invested in the company, sharing the firm's vision of driving institutional access for digital assets and providing support for merchants. Uh, but this last part always means to me, whenever the, you see something nice like this and it says uh, they share the firm's vision of driving institutional access, uh, this pretty much means that these companies have been invested in cryptocurrencies for at least two years. They have their bags full and now they're trying to make sure that they actually are able to profit from it. That's not to say that in a mean way, uh, we all have bags of something if you kind of want to uh, lay that out on the line. Uh, but I always like how, the, how they phrase these things like like we're, we're ready for you guys and we're here to support you. They're pretty much just trying to figure out exactly how to get Bitcoin up to half a million dollars. Uh, but Loeffler said, and I quote, our work today is centered on driving institutional access for digital assets, along with merchant and consumer uses. And we've already expanded on this vision, collaborating with great companies like Starbucks in these efforts. And quote, about 38 minutes after this uh, article was released, things started floating around and it pretty much comes down to this. Where is it? There we go. It says, a week ago, Ethereum World News notified the crypto community that the launch of Bact might be postponed for a second time due to delays getting the necessary approval for launch on the 24th of this month. In the report, we had explored how the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, or the CFTC, for those who don't know, the CFTC is uh, just spoken about as much as the SEC, how they might need extra time to process BAC's application for an exemption to its custody solution for Bitcoin. CFTC regulations require the customer funds to be held by a bank, trust company, or futures commission merchant, or an FCM. In the case of BAC, they will be storing their Bitcoin in their own warehouse on behalf of their clients. Earlier today, ICE, the parent company of BAC, published a notice on its website explaining that the earlier mentioned 24th of January launch date of backed will have to be amended pretty much postponed once again the publication went on to add that they will add that they will provide an updated launch timeline in early 2019 they said following consultation with the commodity futures trading commission ice futures us inc expects to provide an updated launch timeline in early 2019 for the trading clearing and warehousing of the backed bitcoin usd daily futures contract the launch has been previously set for the 24th of January 2019, but will be amended pursuant to the CFTC's processes and timeline. End quote. Uh, what this comes down to is, for lack of a better way of putting this nicely, um, I am not in the state, so I don't need knee. I don't know the exact extent of exactly what's going on. Apparently, the U.S. government is shut down. I was unaware that that was a thing. Uh, apparently, that's contributing to this happening as well. Uh, apparently, uh, there are still questions being raised by the CFTC, which I think is actually really interesting because the CFTC works kind of hand-in-hand -hand with the Intercontinental Exchange and therefore with the New York Stock Exchange. It comes down to as far as the, uh, like the custody of the assets. We had this... Okay, first of all, a little, little uh, line of... Uh, 
silver hope. I don't think that's but silver lining on the cloud is that sounds like a thing. Uh, we had news from them. It had to be about a week ago from the um, Intercontinental Exchange. Them stating that they might have to delay their thing once again. So this is when we had this time frame. So it's not really that much of a shock because they said it had to be on the the twenty third, twenty second, somewhere around that time frame of December. Uh, which is now in 2018, which is weird. Uh, they announced that they needed 30 days uh, in order for complete confirmation from the CFTC that their thing would be able to go forward. And apparently what it came down to is that the CFTC was still looking for uh, proper clarification onto exactly how the Bitcoin were going to be stored. Because typically, like it says, somewhere around here, uh, a bank has to typically warehouse this, you know, this money, this so-and-so what have you. Uh, but as Bitcoin is not controlled by any central entity, you can't simply say, okay, we're going to put it in the Bitcoin central bank as there isn't one. Uh, so silver lining is that one, uh, thank them for actually giving us a relatively, it's a, it's a hazy time frame. Uh, but a lot of people expected the launch to happen in quarter one of 2019, which pretty much means uh, the first three months. So not too, too bad. I'm still hoping that we, I was expecting like a February 15th, somewhere around there, which also is uh, or could be beautifully catastrophic simply because I think the 24th or the 27th of February is when we're supposed to have confirmation or news from the SEC as to if we're going to actually have a, a Bitcoin ETF finally approved, which is, uh, um, if it is not approved, I expect things to hit the fan. That's just not, that's the nicest way of saying it. If we, this is speculation and this is how I want events to play out in my head. So forgive me for being a uh, hyper optimistic, hyper mystic, optimistic at the moment. Um, it would be wonderful if this, uh, does end up being delayed. And then we end up having them say, we're going to launch 14th, 15th, 13th of February. Wonderful. Everyone's golf claps. And then a week and a half later, we have confirmation from the SEC that we're going to have a Bitcoin ETF. We will definitely probably have either a very high five-figure Bitcoin or we would have a six-figure Bitcoin. But I mean, uh, overall, it's nice to, I mean... It's nice to hear that they're still giving us updates. We've had a number of other platforms this year who have announced that they were going to be launching something in the cryptocurrency space. And you may have noticed over the last nine months, we have not heard a word from them. I think uh, the people, the Intercontinental Exchange and the New York Stock Exchange are probably just as annoyed as we are. Uh, can you imagine having to, like the, 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 the audacity to actually launch something like this during a, at least a previously, uh, a bull market in the stock exchange where you're pretty much announcing, hey, we're going to be supporting digital currencies in 2019. This is going to be a thing. And then you have the CFTC kind of, well, we have to look over your paperwork once again. And it's kind of like if you kind of just want it to go. So I can only imagine that they're really annoyed as well. This is why they keep luckily keep giving us a constant updates because I think if they hadn't, if we had news that, uh, you know how we always have a news from like a third shadowy party is like someone familiar with the sources and they were like, oh yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a maybe, maybe middle 2019, the prices of everything would tank. So I think this holds up prices a little bit more. Um, we may not all agree necessarily on having institutions fly into the cryptocurrency space at the moment. Uh, in order to prop prices up, they seem to have wormed their way in to make it so that they are a necessity. 
But anyway, uh, as far as we know right now, they raised more money. Good for them. Wonderful. They're already rich. Uh, and on top of that, uh, it may be delayed a bit further. I'm still hoping for February. If not then, early 2019 doesn't mean October. So it, it has to be eventually. Like it, it, it doesn't take a year to look over sheets of paper to make sure that the custody solution is going to be um, okay for the CFTC. But yeah, let's move on. Next up, for those who didn't know, Bitcoin died 91 times in 2018 alone and 337 times in total. But despite the latest bear cycle, hard data shows that Bitcoin has grown more than 82,000% in the last seven years alone, according to the website Bitcoin Obituaries, there were 91 publications in 2018 proclaiming Bitcoin's demise. Interestingly, there were 127, 125 obituaries in 2017, the frequency of which actually peaked right before Bitcoin was nearing its all-time high of $20,000 in December. Overall, since 2010, doomsayers have buried Bitcoin exactly 337 times, according to the website. Uh, it's just kind of something very interesting, and it's something when you're very new to cryptocurrencies uh, that kind of terrifies you the moment you hear it. Uh, no one wants to hear that something that they've put their money into. Imagine if you had put your money into some beachside property, and you open up the newspaper the next day, and it's like your property has died. You'd, you'd be pretty uh, weirded out, but the longer you stay in crypto, the more you know that things like this are, they end up being kind of funny. Uh, simply because there's so many people who want crypto to die, who don't want crypto to be here. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, and I, and I, and I, and I say this because I, I've been with all of you for so long. I'm almost waiting for a time where Bitcoin does, well, well when, when Bitcoin passes by, uh, 20,000, again, I'll have a, I'll have a little grin on my face, but when Bitcoin actually goes, uh, above 100,000, I'm, I'm waiting for, for, for the tweet storm that's going to happen to, uh, what, what's his name? Nurio Rubini. Uh, just to kind of, you know, give him a little pat on the back and see if he's doing okay because because the cryptocurrency market is doing so well. You you'd be incredibly hard pressed, and and I and I don't and I or rather I understand the opposition, but I mean at this point you should not that they should just keel over, uh, but just acknowledge that we have come very far in the cryptocurrency space, especially when Bitcoin is only ten years old. Uh, you'd be incredibly hard pressed to find any asset. That has given you back 82,000% um, in returns in just seven years compared to anything else. And I think if you actually look at the actual data, they're, 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 I can't remember the website. This, this had to be about a year and a half ago when I was looking at this. Uh, they compiled like actually since the moment that Bitcoin was worth something, people were trading it for less than a penny um, to the price that it hit when it was around $20,000. I think the, the, the full uh, amount that Bitcoin had gone up uh, U.S. dollar-wise, was it was like over a million percent. It takes you several lifetimes to have any type of returns like that. Uh, uh, try to try to find anything right now in the world that'll give you an eighty-two thousand percent return on anything. I think even last year XRP went up by eighteen thousand percent. You know how long it takes you in real estate or anything else to get a thousand percent return? It takes takes about a good 20 30 maybe 40 50 60 years if you've been incredibly if if you if you bought if you bought property in Manhattan in the 50s and 60s you have those kind of numbers and even then that's still not 7 years not going to spend too much time on this uh just to let everyone know, I I thought this was interesting especially because we're now in 2019 uh and I can only imagine how many more times people are going to say this what's really weird is that people also make articles like this about how bitcoin or crypto's dead 
as the prices are going up. I, I don't know what charts they're looking at. It's just always kind of... Anyway, I, I thought that was interesting. Let's move on. A little bit of a, a side note. Uh, I'm actually shocked at the number myself. I'm not going to read through it. Uh, what it pretty much comes down to is that there is a... Or two websites. One is called Dead Coins. I assume it's a .com after it. Don't quote me on that. The other one is called Coinopsy. Uh, they pretty much found out that there were over 1,000 uh, cryptocurrencies that turned out to be crypto scams. And these coins are either dead, uh, their developers are no longer responding, a lot of them were pumps and dumps, uh, and it's kind of what it is. I This is one of the things why I said I think that 2018, as drab and as lowly, did I use that correctly, as it as it may have been, uh, we needed it. We needed a, a crypto purge, if you will, to get rid of all of these projects. There was no reason, there's still no reason uh, for any... Crypto did not need 2,200 projects, especially uh, when the overall market was more or less, let's say, seven, eight years old. Uh, we were in a bubble, and I think it had to be, and I, conspiracy time, I still think uh, that a large part of it had to do with maybe some of the people from the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, what have you. I think they realized, because as you know, when, say what you want about traditional finance, these people have been in the financial space for a very long time, they know what a bubble looks like, and they know, um, what's a weird way of saying it, like, they know if there's mud on the car that they have to wash it off before it looks pretty again, that kind of fits the thing that I'm trying to say, uh, I'm sure if, especially since we had news before that the people from the New York Stock Exchange had been thinking, and also from Fidelity, had been thinking about getting into cryptocurrencies over the last four years, one can only assume that they did their like heavy research into all the new projects that were launching, realized that a lot of them were completely fake, and at some point maybe came to the conclusion that the crypto market had to actually crash to wash all these uh, coins away. I'm still, I, I still believe that when crypto does go back up, the amount of scams that are going to pop back up are going to be vicious. Uh, so if you've been with the channel for at least a month, hopefully you've gathered something in your mind that you have a bit more of an idea how to uh, pay attention to where the scams are because they're going to come back with a vengeance. I can feel it. There's so many. Remember all those crypto channels? Uh, gosh, what was it? It was it was three guys with like a they had like a sports cars in back of them and they were like riding on a board. And they were talking about like every video that they made. They were like, "Yeah, man, you got to get into this coin because it because it went up, you know, fifteen percent yesterday, and I think it's gonna go up by thirty. And like the people, they, they they were getting like two hundred thousand views per video. And of course, the coin that they were talking about would actually pump. And then the people who were making the video um, had announced the day before that the coin had pumped. Like they had told everyone else, they sold their coins and bought into another coin. Uh, you realize all those channels have completely disappeared. They're going to come back. Don't. Don't think that they're not. Uh, so just please be aware. Uh, if you can, uh, try to stay in the uh, the blue chip cryptos. Those are the hyper well-known ones. The one that have the, the cryptocurrencies that have done well in 2018. There weren't a lot of them, especially as the prices were going down. If, if they maintained a top 20, top 25 spot, these are maybe the coins to focus on anyway. A thousand crypto projects completely disappearing uh, should not surprise anyone. I think just the, the number itself. And I can only imagine how many other ones are on the verge of collapse as well. Pay attention to where you have your money and make sure that your money is safe. 
this one is so how do I say this? 2019 is going to be a very interesting time. And I am actually kind of excited to even mention this or talk about this. Um, I am a, what you would call a futurist, maybe not a pure futurist, but I believe in the future of technology. I believe in the future of machines uh, performing surgery and machines making our lives a lot better. I believe in the future of just technology, like helping human lives in, in any way possible that may make life easier for us. Uh, this is the, the year 2020 is very significant in the in in all aspects, whether it be for whatever. We're not gonna really get into it. What it comes down to is that 2019 is seen as a as as a major precursor to the things that are going to shape the world in 2020. If you look at uh, predictions, graphs, models, and I don't and I don't mean like uh, more like not esoteric things uh, or like where people are like looking at the stars and stuff like that. I mean like actually uh, like numeric graphs and like where stock markets are going to go, where the world finances are uh, heading, where they're taking place, where, uh, what's it called? Um, inflation rates are expected to be within the next year as we are exactly in 2019 right now. Um, and it's been quoted for a long time and I think it's very significant for me because I've been in crypto at this point for at least, I want to say six, seven years, maybe rounding out six, yeah, somewhere around that time. And it's very it's very exciting when you get into something brand new like cryptocurrencies. And one of the main rhetorics at the time, it's, it's kind of died down a bit, but the the life force behind it is still there, is that as we, and it's really weird, the, the, the events that are taking place in the world as we're getting closer to this date. Um, as we move closer to 2020, we have the uh, the Litecoin reward being cut in half, the Bitcoin reward being cut in half in 2020. We have, we're seeing, uh, not this is this is not a political channel, but we see uh, like the many revolutions happening around the world. We see the protests, we see the hyperinflation, and when you've gotten into something in 2013, 2012, and you hear these things that are that are supposed to happen in 2019, 2020, you, you kind of sit there, you go, "Wow, that sounds cool, that sounds amazing." You know, it's not going to happen, but my gosh, like imagine a world like that, and we're slowly seeing. Uh, you know, hyperinflation from Venezuela, Zimbabwe, Sierra Leone, Turkey, which was a major one sometime around, it was summer, the end of summer. Um, as I am in Europe, um, and Turkey is in Europe, uh, there was a big thing where they were discussing that if hyperinflation is hitting Turkey, it would kind of bleed into the rest of Europe. Um, and we're seeing indications right now that the stock markets around the world are, uh, not doing too well even i i think we had a, a a boost like in prices about a day or two ago and people were saying that they think that it could indicate uh like a last minute rally just so people can make their money pull out of it and then the market will continue to go down very interesting stuff happening around the world uh not going to get too deep into it obviously because this is uh more about finance than anything else um i don't agree with everything that uh this guy has to say his name is max kaiser uh, he has he, he he has a news station I think or something like that. But it's it's always interesting to see the other perspectives of people who are in the cryptocurrency space because we are not the only ones, obviously. And to hear what they have to say and uh, what he said, and I think is quite interesting. Once again, not financial advice. I can advise you on that. He says. Uh, my research indicates a 20% deposit withdrawal will trigger an unsustainable chain reaction resulting in a severe French banking crisis. He said if every French person converted 20% of their bank deposits into Bitcoin, French banks would collapse and a lot of bloodshed could be avoided, end quote. 
Uh, not to get doomy and gloomy or anything like that, but I wonder what the tipping point is going to be. I wonder what moment humanity will need to kind of realize that we uh, have a way to get away from the old oppressive systems. Um, I don't assume that any time in the, in the relatively near future that anyone in any country is going to be, or rather an entire population, would put 20% of their cash deposits, what have you, into Bitcoin and or cryptocurrencies. I think it would be absolutely wonderful. Imagine imagine having to skip over the next 15 years and kind of just uh, getting it in a day. That would be great. But of course, as uh, everything really takes time, um, we're here. We're, we're, we're going to see exactly how this ends up playing out it's still believed i mean it's once again it's very weird because this was spoken about years ago when i first got into crypto and it seemed like a fantasy but now it's kind of happening i hope that 2019 is going to be an incredible year for everyone especially in the cryptocurrency space uh we're seeing a lot of movement and change around the world uh yeah i think i'm just going to end that part on that uh, 2019 is 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 looking like it's going to be a very ridiculous year, so brace yourselves and make sure that your money is safe. Uh, on that same exact note, uh, the Proof of Keys event is coming up. It is on the 3rd of this month. That is two days away. Uh, make sure to do your own research heavily. And I mean, if you can do a proper 24 hours worth of research, that would be absolutely wonderful. Um, into what exactly Proof of Keys is. To put it short, it's pretty much um, when you put your cryptocurrency onto a website or cryptocurrency exchange, they own your private keys. Uh, if you do not own your private keys, you, in essence, don't own your cryptocurrency. This is at the core exactly what cryptocurrencies are about. And not even like a, uh, what's it called? Anyway, the, the, the I, I can't think of the word for the life of me. The point is, is that um, there's an event happening and I am taking part and have taken part and I'm going to continue taking part if I can figure out um, where exactly uh, all my crypto is. Uh, I'm going to take all my crypto off. This is just me, my own personal thing, because I feel like 2018 has been a major event where uh, we have seen um, infrastructure being built up around cryptocurrency exchanges and that's wonderful. The point of cryptocurrencies is that you have control over your own money. We're already seeing many cryptocurrency exchanges um, giving people restrictions on how much of their money they can take out per day, um, what you can do with your money, where you can send your like, These are all on cryptocurrency exchanges as well. So imagine a situation, if you will, where the money that you've been potentially putting into the cryptocurrency market throughout 2018, let's say we have a bull run and your money, you know, you explode in wealth, you become... Uh, uh, a six-figurer. You have six figures in uh, US dollars, if you will, on any of these exchanges, and you try to take your money out, and there's a hack on that exchange, or uh, the exchange tells you, you know, you may need that money immediately. Imagine if they tell you, you have to take this out over the course of a 30-day period. The point is, um, I think exchanges were great. Um, I am... When I was listening to a podcast about a day or two ago, they were talking about the Proof of Keys event. And the guy who was talking about it, he says he thinks it's incredibly important. But if you if you plan on taking part in it, um, it's a commitment. You have to understand uh, what you're doing. We have lived in a world for a very long time where 
we are not used to being in control of our own finances. We're used to saying, you know, well, banks banks collapse every like seven, eight years. But, you know, in the six years in between, they're totally fine. So I'll just give my money to them. We're used to having someone else hold our money, hold our funds and kind of acting like a custodian that tells us, um, hey, I want to take out, you know, $15,000. And they go, you can only take out 5000 Okay, well, that's fine. I'll just come back three more days. We We have, you know situation where people tell us what to do with our own money in crypto we no longer have to rely on things like this so if you do plan on taking part make sure you know exactly what you're getting into that you know exactly how to store your private keys that you make passwords that are at least 25 characters long that you can remember so that you can be once again in control of your money once again uh heavily not financial advice um, there are people who are going to be taking part in proof of keys. If you feel that you are secure enough to be able to control your own crypto on your own computer, on your own hardware device, on some other device that you may have, as opposed to trusting cryptocurrency exchanges, uh, please look into it. Like I said, I'm I'm definitely taking part. Uh, what's interesting is, and this is kind of the uh, funniest part of all of it, uh, the proof of keys event, something like this is expected to potentially have an effect on cryptocurrency prices in that there's two sides of it obviously there's always two sides to everything people are saying that it's either <laughs> so two things imagine a world where we have 50 conservative 50 million people into crypto and let's say 1 million maybe around the world take part in some capacity in the proof of keys thing take their cryptocurrencies off of the the websites and the exchanges uh, people are saying that this could cause a collapse in prices. If you take your crypto off the website, there's all the metrics completely lose their mind. What's going to happen to the prices and everything starts to go down. On the other side of it, there are mathematicians and analysts who are saying that the opposite would actually happen. If everyone or large amount of people took part in proof of keys and took their cryptocurrencies off of these websites, the metric that we use to see exactly um, how much is in the actual circulating supply at any given moment is how much of a cryptocurrency that an exchange is holding. If we see that an exchange goes from, let's say, I'll put it to you this way. Let's say they have round number 1 million Bitcoin. And at the end of the day, everyone takes their Bitcoin off and except for a few people. And they end up having, let's say, just 50,000 Bitcoin. The price of Bitcoin on that website would then logically go up because there's far less actually circulating around, especially since so many people in cryptocurrencies are actually just holding for the very long term. It seems kind of weird that you would uh, leave your money on an exchange. There's there's far too much risk. Anyway, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. The, the event is happening. If you plan on taking part, please do your own research. I've never meant that phrase more than right now. I want you to know that you can control your own money. This is what crypto is for. But please understand the risks of doing this before you actually take part in the proof of keys movement i think it i hope it has a significant effect um but yeah to kind of finish things off the prices aren't doing too bad um i'm afraid that the world hasn't woken up yet and uh read the backed delay news which hopefully does not have any significant effect on the prices of bitcoin and or other cryptocurrencies at the moment everything is seemingly doing okay uh, i'm not exactly sure why there's a little bump here could just be anything uh, but I think that's definitely going to do it for this video. I hope you all had a great evening. I hope you all um, got enough sleep for those out there who were partying and or having fun. Make sure to have some water and or tea to offset anything 
uh, crazy that may have gone on last night. I hope you all um, enjoyed the video. I hope you all are having and have a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I hope it's absolutely fan freaking tastic. Excuse my language. Thank you all once again for watching and or listening. I do appreciate all of your support. Let's hope that we have an enormously wonderful 2019. Um, I was talking to my friend, the one who I used to always talk about before. Hello, if you're listening. And I was telling him, we were uh, we were messaging and I was telling him, I said, this time last year, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, at the end of 2018, you know, just imagine where we'll be and how high the crypto prices are going to be. Uh, so I will not um, hype anything up and I will simply say, uh, see you later, because I think we have a lot of work to do in 2019. And let's hope that the bulls return. Thank you all once again. And yeah, see you.